And this is the Coins, Cashflow, and Conversations podcast. I am your host, Dakota Grady, and it's sponsored by Upstate Extension Solutions. If you need help with your accounting and taxes, and you're a nurse practitioner, entrepreneur, or a nursepreneur, check out my website at dakotagrady.com. And if you want to learn how to invest your money, if you're a newbie in the game, or you don't know anything about investing, you want to know the what, why, and how, check out my website for a free checklist about investing at cardigrady.com. Hey, y'all, welcome to the show today. I have a special guest with my best friend, my partner, my wife, Shamika Grady. And I want to have her on the show today to talk about parenting. We've been married for over 15 years, and I think we know a little something about parenting and being married, too. So without further ado, Miss Grady, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So tell about who you are and what you do. Yes. Well, as Dakota mentioned, I am his wife. And right now I am a full-time employee. I'm working for a large corporation, just assisting them with some recalls. And been doing that for several months now. And also taking care of the girls and managing our home. So just staying busy on the go, but everything's been going pretty well. Also, I started studying it again. So I'm taking online courses just to improve my knowledge and also looking to transition my career. So you mentioned girls. So we have two daughters. Yes. Naomi, who is seven years old, she has autism. And we have a one-year-old, Leah, who is a Down syndrome baby. Talk about, correct. talk about those two, I guess, disabilities or uh, I guess special needs. Yes, well, it does have its challenges at times, but we're so glad to have the support system that we do. We have family. There's also various organizations around, and we do our best to make sure that our girls are thriving, that they have everything they need, and don't just see these as labels and take it and don't do anything about it. We want to make sure that they are receiving the highest level of care the oldest, Naomi, she's been doing so great in school, went through a parent-teacher conference last week, and she's doing so great that they're going to move her into the general education class for second grade. So just so proud of what the teachers have been doing and our role in making sure that she's getting the best education possible. And we also want to do the same for Leah. Right now, she's got so many different services that are helping her, and she's meeting her goals, and we're just so glad for that. And again, just thankful for all the support that we have surrounding us and not letting ourselves get too emotional or just really taking it so hard with the diagnosis that have come because it was really difficult in the beginning, and we just had to say, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this to make sure that we're doing the best for them and also taking care and nurturing our relationship as well during this process, which can be very hard. We never knew about autism, at least I didn't, in terms of mm-hmm. in our family until our daughter was diagnosed with this. That's right. How do, we, how do we find out about it? And I want to say with Naomi, it just had to do with some behavior that was going on in her school. There was a lot of outbursts, a lot of anger, throwing things, and 
we just didn't know what was going on. We thought we could just handle it. And maybe it was just some discipline that needed to be done. And when seeing none of that worked, the schools had recommended that we try a organization to evaluate her and see if there were some additional services that she needed beyond what we could give her. And that's how we found out about it because we had specialists coming in and evaluate her. And then she was able to get some special services similar to what Leah has been able to receive. And just her getting that intervention early on when she turned three, that has really been the key to getting her anger under control and really learning how to talk to her and get her emotions out so she's not so frustrated and acting out as much. So that's what we did. We didn't just let it go and continue with the bad behavior, but seek additional assistance within the school system. And I think in our community, me and the African-American community, we don't talk about these issues. I know that in my family, we have mental illness as well. And we, basically there was a story told about an uncle of mine that was saying he had aches and muscadines and he, I guess, went crazy. And I think that because people didn't understand mental illness and it's not, it wasn't something that was understood back in, in, in the day, back in those times, they labeled somebody as, or they, they basically couldn't understand what it was, so they put a label on it saying, oh, he he's crazy or she's crazy because they he ate some muscadine, but they didn't have the resources like we have today. Do you, Correct. Do you agree? Yes. It's so much more advanced now that there's a lot of the disabilities that are around and more people are actually saying that they have this going on and they need help. So you just have to be willing to let people in and say that I need help. I can't do this by myself. And it can be so stressful trying to do it that way. So it's great that these organizations have been created and they are helping families, supporting families and taking a lot of that stress and worry off of you and letting you know that you don't have to go through it alone. So I am so thankful for the organizations that are in this area. We have a huge one. So I think most states have a Down Syndrome Association and also autism organizations as well that do things for the kids in the community. We've had a church that we've been a part of that they have what's called a mosaic program. And that's the one that Naomi's been attending. So she's able to go with other students and they have a variety of special needs that are there, but they have peer buddies. They have one-on-one volunteers that are with the kids, the whole program. So that makes a difference also because something that you deal with when you have a child with autism is that it's really hard for them to be in a large environment. So just having someone walk with them through the whole program and keep them at ease, that makes them feel better and it helps them be able to enjoy themselves like the other kids are as well. So we've just been looking for opportunities like that in the community. And I would just suggest also, if this is something that you're experiencing, you have a family member or your child has been diagnosed with autism, I would just seek out churches, organizations that specialize in those services and see how they can help you and, and learn how to communicate with your child. And I want to give a congrats to my wife because she's been very active in getting our daughter involved. I know one year she 
my wife put our daughter in is at the Vacation Bible School. Yes. And that's basically a school or church that have events for the for the students through the summer. And one summer our daughter basically was kicked out of kicked out of the study program. I had to go get her. And next year she would totally transform in terms of her being involved. And now she you can't even tell she has autism. Now certain things we know, but yes, it's so much of a change between where she was and where she is now. So those services have helped a lot. And my wife also getting her involved with churches and other organizations so that she can have a normal life per se. Right. She looks forward to the events. We have a weekly program that she goes to on Wednesday nights and she just loves it. But really when we saw the difference between one summer to the next and how she wouldn't even stay in the sanctuary, they would have to take her in the back or it will be one day and we're getting called to say, we don't have anyone who can help her or equip to deal with this type of behavior. But the next year, she's so thrilled and excited to go to any BBS. And we have ones that are her favorite on the list. So I make sure to get her registered for those each year. And she's such a social butterfly is what I call her because she's making friends so easily at school. We'll take her to the park and she's usually the one that becomes a leader. And she's just been having play dates and she has a group of girls in her classroom that she hangs out with and they have time, go to birthday parties, things like that. So it's just exciting to see the growth and the progress that has just happened in a short period of time and how everybody's everybody that has been a part of this has been able to help her thrive like that and be more of a leader. So we're just very impressed with all the changes that have taken place. So our last order, Leah, when she was born, actually before she was born, we found out we had, we could possibly have a daughter who had Down syndrome. That was one of the hardest things that we heard, and that was hard for our marriage because yes, it was It was very, very difficult. Do you, do you agree? I agree, yes. That's an understatement. That right. Talk about I that, would please. definitely have said, I was thinking about it, and that was one of the hardest years. It's just where you're saying times in your marriage or your life that you don't want to repeat, that would be no repeat. Because it was very challenging because we dealt with the fact that it was unplanned. So that's one major issue that comes up. And then just to find out that there's a possibility that there's a genetics issue. So just for me, as the wife going in and getting this news, and I was by myself for that particular appointment. So just figured out how to tell my husband about it because I knew it was already very difficult just with the news of the pregnancy. So we just really had a difficult year or before she came. So I would say maybe the first seven, seven months or so, it was very difficult. And the church I had mentioned that Naomi was going to, they had different groups, they called them care groups, and they had one for special needs parents who were caring for, who were caregivers or caring for special needs kids that I had started going a little while and Dakota came and hearing from other parents that helped him open up a little bit more about the diagnosis and us raising a child who has been diagnosed with having Down syndrome. So that was something that really helped us and also just having our church home and a foundation on Christ that really has been what has helped us all through our marriage, and especially 
now because when or back then before Lee was born, just being able to be connected with the church and have people praying for us and then us now letting us tear us apart, making the decision not to let it do that because I know that it does break families up when you have a child and you hear what you're going to be dealing with and the challenges that can come with that. And they couldn't tell us exactly what may be, what we may go through through the years. You just have to wait and see type thing. But just even in her first year, just seeing the development and hearing how she's doing. And she had more doctors in the beginning. She was in, in the NICU for a long time. She's been in the hospital a couple of times, but just within these last several months, she's been doing wonderful. And she has some of the doctors she doesn't have anymore because some of those, the things that came up with her birth and they thought it was going to be an issue like her heart. There's nothing there anymore. Everything has healed itself over time. So we're just still believing that she is going to be what we call high functioning. You won't, it will be something that's just going to be on paper for her diagnosis because she it's just so smart. She's meeting her milestones and she's just such a happy baby. And we're so thankful. Even sometimes when things may be unexpected, unplanned, it can still turn out to be a blessing. And it just allows us to become selfless, show love towards other people more, and just really help us to show what the love of Christ means. So if you have a child that has special needs or Down syndrome, the resources available in your city, I'm sure, in your state, they can help you along your journey. And then if you're married, and if you don't know Jesus, hey, get to know Jesus. I don't appreciate anybody, but Jesus is the foundation of our life. And like she mentioned earlier, having a church family and being a part of, or just being a part of church, and then not only that, knowing Jesus for yourself, it's helped our marriage. So I hope it'll help you all in your journey with dealing with special needs kids. So everything that before we close. I would just reiterate that don't be ashamed. Sometimes I felt in the beginning I didn't want to mention anything about special needs or what was going on with Leah. And sometimes we can just be that way because we want to be private about our situations and the difficulties difficulties that we face sometimes as parents. But there are going to be challenges in parenting, no matter what the diagnosis is. You can have completely normal, no genetics issues, but there still may be some issues that you go through as a parent and those challenges. But you can work through them together. Just do your best. Seek out help. And if you have a spouse, make sure to get them involved, allow them to help you, and just face those challenges together. And again, just stay connected together and find a church home if you don't have one already, because like I said, that is the foundation, and it helps you get through some very difficult times. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me again. You're welcome. <laughs> and if you need help with your accounting and taxes for your business, Contact me, Dakota Grady, at dakotagrady.com. And also, if you are wanting to learn about investing, I have a free checklist about investing for beginners on my website at dakotagrady.com. This episode of the Cash 
Coins Cash Flow and Conversations podcast is sponsored by Upstate Essential Solutions. Check out the website at Kelly Grady.com. Come on, everybody.